goodness, team no sleep is back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what is going on? It's man, I know we both sporting the great today, yes, so I, 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 I know we we got the rough look on, and ain't neither one of us hit that that, that shaver just yet. So man, me, we good, me, man. Me and Gillette don't get along right now, so it's it's, it's yeah, man, bad. yeah, you know. Just another bless, you know, blessing to be alive, man. And, you know, to, to be with the family, to be back here on social, you know, on Team No Sleep and get down and then speak, let's speak, speak our truth. Speak our truth. Listen, we, I, I know we've been gone for a minute, folks, but we we back. Uh, so don't don't worry about it. We didn't we didn't go away too far, but uh, mm-hmm. it's it's good to take a little little sabbatical hiatus, get away yeah. from get away from the noise a little bit sometimes. But uh, we here to bring some more heat. What's today? August 16th. And uh, as always, typical, we like to start with the social impact story. We got a couple of stories that uh, are resonating. And I don't know, we start with the negative, we'll end with some some mediocre, and then we'll hopefully end with something positive. But um, let's go ahead and start with um, things that we're seeing. All of them have a similar theme this this week uh, from from the uh, perspective of the sport that they're involved in. I'll say that a, a lot of them are football related. So we'll, we'll talk about that, but this, this is a sad story and, and you brought this to my attention. Um, yep. Suspect accused of shooting a coach during a Dallas area youth game turns himself in that suspect who did the shooting. And it's not an alleged because people were there and we're not going to use that term, but it was uh Yaqib Salik who you may not know him, but you probably definitely, if you're a football fan, you know his brother, Akib Talib, who played for the Broncos, right? NFL superstar and mm-hmm. a former NFL superstar and Super Bowl champion. So here it is, the story of uh, Yaqib Talib, 39 years old, going out here at a youth game, youth football game, youth sports game, youth activity, getting into it with the coach, about whatever doesn't matter regardless of whatever it is feels the need i'm, I'm not going to show the clip you see it right here i'll put the mm-hmm. link to it on on cnn right here but feels the need to go out there pull out a gun one why has he got a, a, a firearm at, at a youth sporting event gets into an altercation and unfortunately ends this man's life this is um there, there is no cause for this, and I want to, I want to ask you about this because again, you're so close by until to youth activities, especially youth sports, and just that, you know, to be in that environment where you're focused on the coaching, you're focused on the athletic piece, and have to worry maybe about folks in the stands acting up, causing a fool, causing a ruckus, and end up again having a a a murder on 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 scene. What I mean, your thoughts on this, man, and 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 prayers and blessings I, 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 to the families and all that are involved. I mean, first of all, you know, like prayer to the families that were involved, the victims of the family, that that was just, this is just unsad. But I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, man, this is, this is one of the most heart-wrenching stories I've seen in a, in a while. Yeah. Because it's plagued on where the innocence is, right? This is a nine, nine-year-old youth football game. Nine years old. 19-year-olds playing regular football. Um, for whatever reason, which I've seen, I've been to a lot of football games, youth football games and youth events, so of yourself. So as many people out there and there's never there has never been an incident. Mm. There's so much I even wanted to fight and argue about, much less kill someone over, murder somebody over. Let's be honest, just murder somebody over. Yeah. The fact that, um, you know. This is this has become. A frequent, a frequent kind of story in, in, in our inner city neighborhoods, right? 
in our passion of in, in, in passion of football, youth football, especially I hate to say it, unfortunately, in black neighborhoods mm-hmm. or urban neighborhoods, we should say that these kinds of things are happening. I don't know what kind of argument he possibly could get over where he wanted to kill the man, kill a man over. There's no disagreement in the world over nine year, nine youth football that I need to get over get over that I need to get into an argument with a, another adult. Yeah. To the point to where I want to kill them. I mean, I, you know, I, I can't wrap my head around it. There's not, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. There, there's nothing that seems that, that we can say about this. And again, just why do you have the mentality? Uh, shouts out to folks that are in the comments. I, I see Mr. Cox. We we, we see uh, Dr. Strong as well. Um, you know, how can you? Think about this, folks that are in the audience right now. You've got kids. You're out there. You got soccer, uh, baseball, football, whatever the case may be. You're in the audience, or you're you're in the crowd. You're watching the game, and here to decide that you, some parent, gets into it with the coach, and it gets beyond verbal altercation. It gets beyond throwing a water bottle at him. It gets beyond running out on and, and yelling at the referee. It gets to an actual point where you're actually shooting the person and killing the person. How do you even move on from this and still want to have your kids involved in, in athletics. Do, do you just become scared now and decide I, well, that you know what, I, don't I don't even don't, want to be involved in these things? I, I think that's the wrong statement. I don't think it's to be involved in athletics. Athletics is not the problem. The athletic is not the problem. The event is the problem and where it's located. And the, in the, in the, I hate to say it, but the uneducated, ignorant people that are around there in those events. We've seen clips after clips, months mm. after months, of where coaches are fighting in youth games. Yeah. I hate to say I'm going to call a spade a spade, black coaches. Okay. We we Oakland Dynamites two weeks ago, shooting where right, a young girl was right. shot. We talked about that, right? Black neighborhood. And now we come to here in Texas that this is on film. Another black neighborhood event with, with black coaches and black people there. And unfortunately, now we have a murder. And, and let's, let's not even sugarcoat it. He murdered that coach in front of his nine-year-old son. In front of his son, in front of his wife, and yes. I believe he also has a, a daughter as well. So his entire family, yeah. plus the mental anguish of all of the other kids that were there and, and anyone there, else that there, was there. around at the event. So, In our black and brown communities, man, we got to do better. Yeah, Those are supposed to be sanctuaries of safety, right? These youth, youth events are supposed to be sanctuaries of safety where we can go celebrate our kids playing, having a good time, having that one, two hour. They can escape all this, the crap. Mm-hmm. I'm be, we're we're, oh, we're going to say it, brother. Yeah. We're here. Yeah, yeah. All the shit that goes on in their lives all week, you know, from from, you know, wherever their home, whatever that's going on in their home life, whatever's going on in school, whatever's going on in the neighborhoods, all the shit that involves in those situations just because, you know, their income, their income or the economic status, they can go through all that stuff. And this one two hour event kind of gives them that escape. Yeah. Right. This is an escape mechanism for those kids. I don't care if a kid is good, bad. It doesn't matter. He's participating in the sport and he's having fun with his friends and out there playing. Why is it that freaking two adults, adults have to ruin the whole fucking event because they have an, an argument or a disagreement, whatever it may be. It, it, it's that kind of event, man. It, it, I, I just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around why that is a situation. We fucking got to do better. We have to. So because at this we- point right now, so I, 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 I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking, you know, these doubting Thomas questions, and I, I kind of know mm-hmm. answers, but I, I really want to get the dialogue. I mean, how do we get yeah. better, right? Do we like we do at the at the Oakland Dynamites game? Do we now have armed guards, armed police? That, that can't be. Event? That's not feasible. That's not possible because there's okay. too many events going on. So yeah, yeah. That's not possible. It's yeah. it's got to be something with us as a, as a people. We got to hold ourselves accountable. 
And we have to hold others accountable to hold uphold a certain standard when we're attending these kind of events. First of all, we and, and we got to address the root of the problem. I was mm-hmm. having a actually I was having a conversation with our brother Kevin Bracy today. Okay. We were talking about it, and I was talking about the situation. And we were talking about in our events, we had, you know, there were some things that went on. Maybe a fight would probably be the worst thing that broke out when we were growing up. Even when my, my oldest son and them were growing up, maybe a fight might break out, or there was a disagreement. Even that was too extreme. That was yeah. way too extreme. That, that should even happen. But now we come to a point where this generation of parenting and kids are were born into that 90s. I hate to say it because I'm a product of it too. <laughs> that hip hop generation. No, they're, wow. they're a product of yeah, that hip hop. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now where, where I'm going with this. They're part of that a hip hop generation where the entertainment has had so much influence on the way they grew up. The, 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 this thing called disrespect or not respecting. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't respect me, I have to handle it in a certain manner. Which is illustrated through all the music and, and, and entertainment that, that we that we're used to. So it's a product. I'm, 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 so it's in product the environment and it's a product of uh, what we tend to listen. Visualize to. on TV. Okay. We listen to visualize, which is kind of just there. Yeah. Those things right there. I know it's not a direct correlation, but it's an indirect correlation to the behavior that patterns these way. Think about it. You disrespect me. Okay. I, I got to go after you. I got to talk about everything that goes after. I can. I'm even going to talk about murdering you. Right. Killing you on the record or you know, on a video or whatever in the movies or whatever over in disrespect. Let's get it for him. We put a lot of pride on this thing that's called disrespectful. Disrespect is sometimes usually a difference of opinion or somebody that done something, done something to you that can most likely in nine times out of can can be corrected by an easy conversation. That's true. Folks are talking. It could be, re- it could be rectified by having easy the same conversation. conversation with my son a couple of days ago. Right. I told him, listen, because he's getting ready to go that, off you, and do his thing. I said, just know the battles that you need to get involved in. Right. Always. Wow. That, that, that is exactly that, the conversation. And you know what's happened. funny? I had, I had a lot, day before yesterday, me and my son were talking about a situation where he felt like he got disrespected. Yeah. He said, he said, he said, oh, coach, you know what? I won't say what the situation, but he said something happened. Somebody said something that was very disrespectful to him. I said, you need to go ahead and talk to the person. Right. Tell them, you know, hey, man, I don't appreciate you disrespecting me that way. You know, if you got something to say like that, don't say it in front of me. Come to me and talk to me about it. It was somebody. It was somewhat of an authority figure that said something that was out of pocket. So I told him, I said, you're a grown man at this point now. You need to go have a conversation with him. You know, don't don't walk around with a bitter face. Don't be mad. Go have that conversation with him and set him straight to let's make sure he doesn't do that again. Simple conversation. He had it with him. The end of it. No, there's no problem. Guy, he was he was actually just trying to make it be funny. It wasn't funny handle it so nine times out of ten this so-called thing called disrespecting someone could be handled and be resolved with a simple conversation if we just communicate you know? together yeah just a communication but we have this thing in our in, 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 in our ingrained in our black culture and our people you can't disrespect me if you disrespect me there's a problem yeah period right after that you know and nine times out of ten man it, it doesn't even have to result to a problem it could just be easily resolved and i don't know where we can resolve that. I, I really don't know because in our generation, we grew up with 70s parents where it wasn't that, right? Our parents were, you know, Black Pride. They grew up in a whole different thing. They taught us how to turkey. They talked that way. We knew we had something to lose if we yeah, got to yeah. to that point, correct? To that point. Yeah. 80s parents, 80s parents, I think, kind of felt the same way a little bit. But this generation of hip hop and those, which are those parents that grew up in the 90s, which are these adults that are doing these things now mm. and these events and stuff like that, grew up in that. They, they were the kids and now they're the parents of the kids now and wow. they're fighting over these events and everything that that's a hell of an influence has been over people maybe i'm maybe i'm thinking of it too deep i don't think so i believe i believe 
there, there's something that's there, man, that I think that we're just we're missing as people. And you know, Kevin, Kevin just told me he's like, that generation has no respect for life. They grew up in an era of violent music, violent movies, violent environments. The way they handle their situations is through violence. And it's, it's true. Uh, yeah, it, it's tough when you hear. So, so Mr. Cox, we're talking about an, another gentleman, Kevin Bracey, who is actually embedded with the youth on a daily yeah. basis, right? He's yes. a uh, mo- motivational uh, entertainer, as he coins himself. He goes out and talks to all the youth at their rallies and things like that. And for him to say something like that, almost bleakly about this generation, right? Out there, have nothing to lose, feel that the, if they can't, just have a conversation without it it being a one-time conversation, right? If, if you're going to disrespect me, we're going to end up going to not just blows and things like that. I, but I do like also what, what Mr. Cox is saying here. Communication is so key, and many times it can solve so many problems. Many times others didn't mean to disrespect, but didn't think about how their actions were received on the other end. I, I, agree, I agree with that wholly, wholly, but I mean, the question, I guess the, the bigger question is, how do we change that and yeah. how do we make people feel comfortable in having a communication? I'm quite sure, and I'm speaking out of it, that same situation as that youth pop one of them, if that coach, if that uh, 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 Twilight's brother would have just went over to him and said, hey, can I speak to you for a second or privately and talk to you about what's going on? Melee wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Melee yeah. wouldn't have happened. Well, you would. I, you, I, no, I, he's again, a I'm not trying I, to. Wait, wait. He's a 43-year-old man, James. He, yeah, you can't tell me at some point you ain't got no home training to go just say, man to man, let me go have a conversation with this person. I don't care. if There's no way you can be feel that threatened at a nine-year-old youth game. That's, that's you think where I was going, to- right? I mean, I, yeah. I, I, wanted, I wanted to say I would expect something like that to happen at a club, but I didn't want to say I would expect something like that to happen at a club, but not at a, a youth sports event. And there just has to be some, some type of chill in you to, to know that, man, th- this isn't the right spot to get it to, to that extreme. Let, let me at least talk it out. Let me let, let, let's find another way to deal with this. Let's let's go meet on the other side of the driveway or something and chat. Or, instead. Or, you know what? The easy thing, if you, if you that pissed off, walk away. Go home. Go home. That's No, that's a grown man move. So I, I think you know, so. Go, so I'm, I'm gonna say what uh, Talib's brother did is cowardly. So that that's not even yes. So I, a grown man would call it what it is. Yeah. That was a cowardly act that he did, and yeah. I and I know he said I'm turning myself in because I'm gonna tell my story. There ain't no story you could tell me no that makes you come to the me. actions. There's no story yeah. you can tell me that you come to action when you had to pull a gun at a nine year old game and shoot somebody. Yeah. There ain't no, there's nothing you can convince me in the difference, but you just committed cold blooded murder. Yeah. Not one thing. When, when and, his, and, and you know, and I feel, I feel for I feel for the Talib family yeah. because I know the brothers, the brothers, you know, ex Super Bowl, he's a Super Bowl champ. Yeah. I'm sure he's close to near dear to the situation, or whatever. But there ain't well, no. He excuse, was at man. the game too, so Talib was at the game. <laughs> so uh, and so, I show this picture because this is the man who's no longer coming home to his daughter and to his wife and to his exactly. son for no unknown reason. So it, it it just makes no no much sense. It's interesting what Doug is saying here. It's pride. It's a pr- okay. Like we, we can get into that too. No, what? Why, uh, okay, does, why does pride let's, let's talk, get in the way of you doing a cowardly act like this and having it in this man's life at a nine-year-old peewee football game? That's yeah. That's, so, so I, I, I guess we we could account to a lot of brothers that's in jail. Pride, pride, didn't cost a lot of brothers their lives, and I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. It has. I think pride is something that's very overrated, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, you should, have, you should have pride in your race, you should have pride in yourself, but not to the point where it's detrimental to anybody else or anything. 
You know, there's a difference. Uh, and and I, we run, I think we as people run behind those words. We run behind disrespect. You disrespect me. We run behind, I got a pride. I'm, you can't eat too much pride. No, you're a coward at the end of the day. Yeah. You're not man enough or adult enough to be able to articulate yourself in, a, in, a, in an adult conversation to resolve a situation. That's you, you, you're you're acting more like a child than a child is at the age of 43 years old. There's nothing. You, and I, you could talk about it. You don't understand. Uh, you don't understand. Uh, you didn't call me bougie. Sell out what I want. I know I'm an adult. I know I'm man enough. To, I can I can have a conversation with somebody to avoid death. Yeah, look, we can be real, How hard real, is right? You and I know we've been in the street. We look, well, we, we've been in situations <laughs> back in the day where it has come to some blows and it's come to whatever. But I mean, I mean, there's a switch that has to flip in your head to where you know I can either go down this fork in the road or I can go down that fork in the road, and I can either be locked but, up, I can be dead, but, or I can be. We're talking about when we were 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. young yeah, kids, adolescents, yeah. still trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about 40, 41, 42, 43. Yeah. Those same situations we were in when we were two, when we were 19 years old, we would handle completely different True. than at the age of 40. Yeah. So he can't, he can't give me any excuse why he would act that way. Why would you? James, I've been to, I've been to nine youth football games 10 times over. Both my boys played it. My nephew yeah. played it. I was at all their games. Yeah. At no point and no reason for no matter what I ever think about even pulling out a gun and killing anybody. Yeah. It could be a bad call. Oh, bad call. Someone speared yeah, like my I son. Say, you, just, you just throw your water bottle or something out there or, or go around a stump. You know, you, I, you I wouldn't me. even do that. I would, just be like, <laughs> I would expect the ref to handle it on the field if I had a problem with a coach. Coach, can I talk to you after it and we can talk about what's going on? Why you ain't playing my son? Whatever the case may be yeah. that I have a disagreement with, but I can talk to the coach. Yeah. And if the coach is being that belligerent where he didn't want to, I'm man enough to walk away. I mean, well, you don't want to hear me. Oh, go ahead, do do your thing. Act a fool and look stupid. I take my kid. He won't play here anymore. Hmm, that's simple. It's pretty that. It's pretty much that easy. I have that right to do that. I I but don't you, have the right to come there and bring a gun yeah. and shoot you over a disagreement. I don't. There's 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 nothing you can tell me. If I'm on a jury, there's nothing you can tell me to, to sway my matter. And like I said, I feel sorry for the Tulip family because they're gonna have to deal with this whole. Yeah. This overshadowing their son, their other it, sons' accomplishments. This is, this, right? Well, this isn't a good look for nobody. But you, you're right. This, this is kind of that that attention that you don't need, especially when it gets to this point. I, I like one thing right here that Doug is saying, and and kind of in tune with what you and I are saying, right? As we get a little more seasoned, look, we're just too old, right? We walk away and we live another day. We 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 know again True. where and and when not to to roll up the sleeves or, or whatever the case may be. It it, it is not. And it hasn't come out what the situation was, right? That caused this altercation to happen. Well, well, t t the only situation that could have came that maybe I, I don't even think I would do it even then. If if someone harmed my family, if he harmed my family, yeah. that's something. That yeah. that may be a different ball game. But the fact of the matter, you came to a, a nine year old. So if you came there to do something with a gun, that's premeditated already. Yeah, that's, that's a premeditated. You, you come that to a nine year old game and you got you got a weapon on you, man. That, that's yeah, that's, you, not you, right. you, that's premeditated on. already. So whatever you what what whatever he turned himself in to want to tell the police, it doesn't resonate. I, I could care less what he's done at that point. Because if you waited, if you had to come to the, the, the game to do that, how come you couldn't wait till after the game? How come you couldn't wait till when he drove off in his car and followed him and did whatever you had to do if it's that detrimental instead of doing it at, in, that, in that situation? So I'm not really understanding what excuse he's gonna say that the cause is that. But the fact of the matter, 
there's too many incidents happening at these youth events that are supposed to be sanctuary for kids in our black neighborhoods, which is going to cause, it's going to be a ripple effect. But now, now we're going to call quit all, there's going to be no youth sports because they can't, they can't protect these youth from violent acts happening. Well, is that, that, that going to happen, happen? Right. So, so that, that's the bigger story that there's a, so that's the other part of this social impact story folks that we're getting to yeah this is a, this is a tragedy of what happened but now this is again that negative eye on youth sports on young uh black teams and leagues and things of like that because so much is happening it, it is when, when you look at the front page of the news it's always the oaklands now it's the lancaster dude this 25 miles from dallas i'm gonna be in dallas at the end of this week right this, this yeah. is where i'm gonna be next week right for for an event so it's in these neighborhoods, so legislators, city councils, or whatever, going to say, you know what, we we uh, we can't have, we sports. we had enough. We can't have yeah. events around y'all because y'all don't seem to know how to act, and and that's just that's just what's going to happen in these in these capitals and these city councils in these meetings because people are going to get intimidated and think that I can't come and integrate and play with with these types of these types of folks. Because yep. so much is going to end up jumping off, yep. and then and then what are the the innocent bystanders going to do? What what are the innocent I, youth I'm, going to do? Why, why should anyone fear going in any neighborhood to a youth event? Yeah. Let's let's just let's keep it <laughs> let's keep it honest. Why should anyone be fearful going into any other any neighborhood in this country? Yeah, at a youth event, like that's there for kids to participate and play. That is supposed to be a, a fucking sanctuary, especially when it comes kids. to kids. Especially when it comes to kids. Especially when it comes to that age, right? Again, so we got mental trauma that, that we have to deal with now for these youngsters as well, who, who have saw this this horrendous act happen, and that's just yes. going to domino into everyone that, that was around there. And, and 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 the fact that more people ain't pissed off about it, it makes mm -hmm. me even more angry. That makes me even more angry because, I mean, man, we're dealing with it. We're dealing with a, 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 a area. And in a sport they already deem as violent. We're dealing in areas that they already condemn as violent. You're dealing with people that are already they say is violent. And then their question is, look what I told you so. Forget all the 99% that are doing good. They look at the 1% that's doing bad that makes change. Which fucking irates me. It irates me because the you know the one the, the case of the bad apple, you know, the one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. These are these cases, the Oakland situation is those cases. You know, situations like this in Lancaster, these cases, the cases that we see on, inter on the Internet when the coaches are fighting, having a full out ball in front of these kids over sh over stupid shit, man. Yep. Over nine year old games yep. like it's nine year old games, man. That, I, I'm baffled, man. Nine year old games like there's no argument we should even be having. Okay, you beat me. Look, okay, good. Let's go home. I'm teach my kids to let's play move, better the next time. On, and let's get better. Right. Let's lace them let's up again next week. Yeah, let's, let's, it should be teachable moments, not moments where we got to figure out how we're going to resolve youth coaches from acting belligerent and fighting on the field to now till we have a murder on the field at a fucking Pop Warner game. You know, this, 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 this it's disturbing, man. It's disturbing. And, I, and, and the other networks, they want to brush over it and not say too much about it. The, the professional networks just say, oh, his brother, and they move it on. It's maybe a, yeah. two, a 10 second break. It's bigger than that situation because. Me and you both know, James, as, as we're dealing with community, there are community leaders that will fight for it, and there's going to be community leaders that go against it. Yeah, yeah. And those ones that are going to go against it got more ammunition in their in they, in they, in they, in they, in their in their in their belt than the ones that don't. Unfortunately, because yeah, we're playing out in that situation. 
It's just like the situation with the kid in the soccer in L.A. And I didn't cover. We didn't cover that story. It was a couple weeks ago. I'll make it real quick. Uh, young man in the soccer game playing tournament. Fight broke out. He gets killed. Young man was going to be an engineer. He was going to college. He was playing in a, uh, a little soccer league in the middle of South Central L.A. Yeah. Fight broke out. He got stomped to death and got killed. Again, our black and brown a sanctuary. Now he was a little bit older. He was he was he was a, he was a, a teen. I think he was nineteen years old. But the fact of the matter, man, these sanctioned events where people are just participating in sports is now becoming a haven for fucking violence, and it's it's sad. There's nothing to be violent about in this situation. If you disagree with a call, move on. Move on. You disagree with the play, don't play. It's that simple. It doesn't call, it doesn't work. It's not worth a life at all. And it's, uh, that's just it's disturbing, man. It's really disturbing to me. I, I, I... It's a bigger conversation, and you already hint, hinted on it too, right? I mean, again, unfortunately, the the Foxes, the NBCs, the CBSs are going to hit it one time and move on because it's not the shiny, flashy thing out there. But we are in these communities, and, and we see this. And I think we, we also see it more because we are so close to the youth, right? We, we, we've got youngsters that are involved in these kinds of things. And I like what Chief said, right? It's bigger than black and white. It really is us all trying to figure out a way we got to do something better, right? We, we can't, I'm tired of having these kinds of stories. I, I would, yeah. I told you this before we got, we got going. Yeah. I would much rather talk about some of the stories we're going to talk about at the end of this than talk about this and, and the next one, because mm-hmm. these types of situations should not be happening in whatever year it is, 2022, 2023. Yeah. In this society with the access to information, with the access to assistance, with the access to help, we should not be having a 47 year old man at a nine year old football game killing the coach for whatever reason it's it's going to come out we don't know we we can assume and we can speculate but this we just as as as, I, I, as a species I, I, have to do better yeah there's no to me there's no excuse and I, I i hear him say it's bigger than the black and white thing and i and i get you but unfortunately man this is a, this is a tab we need to tab into a racial issue because these are not happening in white neighborhoods or white communities it's happening in black and brown communities these deaths and these situations so i'm i'm you know White communities are excluded to this because it's not happening there. It's happening in our communities. It's happening in our, our, our predominantly black and Latino communities and poly, you know, and, 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 and some Asian descents and all that communities where the socioeconomic is a little bit is in the less part. And these things are happening. And I don't care where you're at in this area or where you're at where you live. We all know kids and churches are sanctuaries. Yeah. Those are things that you those are places. You do not. You those are where the violence is. Or you can be safe for that few, for those few hours. That's the safety net, especially when it comes to kids. They've always been off limits. Always to the violent situations. If there's a problem I had, I handle it after. If there's a situation where it has to come to that, where it has to come to violence like that, we're not going to do it there at the church. We're not going to do it at the at the playgrounds with the school. We're going to do it somewhere else. Those have always been those kind of situations there, and now that's been seems to be disregarded. And like I, like I said, now we're dealing with just regular dose doing us to regular dose. You know, the soccer killing in L.A., you know, the drive-by shooting in Oakland. The, 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 I don't know if that little girl passed away, but she definitely was shot. I know that for sure. And now we got a coach killing – we got a, a, a fan coming down and killing the coach. Yeah. You know, and this is – what we're only in August, the beginning of football season. This is the yeah. beginning of yeah. football season. Right. Be- well, I mean, look, look at it, and we'll move on to to the next story because again, it's a it's an unfortunate, almost similar type of thing. But we're 
just now getting to be back out with other people as well. You know, you know, why, why is, why is it the fact that we were locked down for so for a long period of time? And now that we're back out with our, our neighbors and with our communities, we have pent up frustrations. We, and we, we, we feel we got to take an I, argument. You know, Jeff, I, I, I would think that for a little bit. And I, you know, I know mental health is a real deal. I do. Yeah. Well, fuck hiding behind that now. That's all that's mm. I'm, I'm I'm past that. Mm-hmm. I'm past that, especially in this situation. Fuck you. Fuck all that. No, mental when, health. when it when it comes to when it comes to the kids, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck all that mental health. Yeah. You got enough. If you got enough aptitude to load a gun and take it, what you got enough fucking aptitude yeah. to not do it at that school? Take it somewhere else. If you can think of, if you can think about how going in the room and loading a gun and putting it in your car and driving somewhere to get there, you got enough sense to do like I can't do it here. Let me do it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna buy the mental health shit no more. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it when it comes to active violence. Yeah. These are individual people that just choose to act out whatever they do with violence and not come to a rationale and not be like adults. I'm sure everybody's seen that or they haven't. There's so many clips. If you go look at youth football game fights with coaches, yeah. there's 50 of them. And yeah. I hate to say it, all black coaches fight. It's all, yeah, all this shit is happening in, in, in black coaches, a Latino neighborhood, all over some stupid shit over some youth football games. It's dumb. And the fact that now you're going to kill somebody at a youth, at a youth event, is beyond me. So I'm not going to buy the mental health thing. I'm not buying. We, 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 we just need to be better. We just need to. We just need, need to, to be better. better. That's the bottom <laughs> right. Line. I we mean, at the end of the day, we just need to be better. Uh, people forget how to be human. That, that's a powerful statement there, Doug. And okay, so let's let's go on. Let's let's keep that same energy. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. this negative energy because again, we were talking. About now, I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry for my curse, everybody. I'm sorry. Now, for you know what? It, it, it's, yeah, it's, but, it's passion, yeah. right? It's it's the heat. And again, I think we're more passionate about it. Not just because we're good people, you're you're a good person, but also because <laughs> you know you, you you got you're vested in in the youth, right? We really are trying individually to see everyone succeed, and especially the youth, man. And when our kids have opportunities to excel and be great, that's where we stand back and we smile and we shine. But when we see something like this happening around such positivity, dude, we 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 just we just curl up and ball and ball ourselves on the ground. Dude, this is almost like that story, that Dodgers pitcher story, right? Where I locked out and I said, I, I can't do this anymore because yeah. it's so detrimental to, to life. And so, so, all right, let's, let's get into this next story. Thank y'all for sticking with us. This is, this is not a good one either. Southern California youth coach. I'm not sure if you know the name, Chris Flores, Go ahead and Google him if you want to. He that name is actually prominent in the in the football in the sports world mm-hmm. down in, in Southern California. He has been charged with sexual assault of a minor, um, fourteen year old. Minors now, I think it's six it's six charges. Yeah. Against so minors. yeah, the, the initial one was a fourteen year old. There there were some fifteen year olds. There were uh, issues in the past that he was also uh, charged with, with sodomy of um, a 21-year-old. But again, so this this coach who builds camps, works with collegiate athletes, works with NFL athletes, skills training and things like that, he is now being charged with sending inappropriate messages, uh, having inappropriate contact with someone who is a third his age, 37 years old, this young lady is 14 years old. Uh, he invited her to a movie. He invited her to do some other things. She initially said no. Uh, he look. I don't. I don't have to make this stuff up. You 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 gotta 
I can read it right here. The allegations surfaced on social media stemming from an audio recording of the two parties uh, where the male prods a girl to go see a movie with him. When she declines his request to FaceTime, the man says, we talked about this. You got to stop with the nose. So he's being uh, overbearing. He's asserting his dominance, 37-year-old man over a 14-year-old girl. And again, there, there were some uh, some items and some things that have happened, again, with, with this young 14-year-old girl. She's obviously not being identified. But this is someone, again, a trusted figure within society with our youth, overstepping the bounds. He's locked up right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this man doesn't get out for a very, very long time. But other Children are coming out. Like I says here, a second girl, 15, made similar allegations to the Riverside Sheriff's Department. And um, we'll just see how this works out. But again, this is this is so now again, how, how do you think about this right now? You're you're the uh, yeah. parent who has put children around this man, probably did a couple of good things, right? Pro- probably opened a few doors, probably helped with, with some things. But then you bring your daughter over to have conversation with him because he knows sports and whatever the case may be. And you end up getting stories like this. Now, that, this shows you this shows you right now in today's site. Can't trust nobody. Can't trust nobody. Can't trust not was, one person. I was, was going to say this, something very simple. You, you this, just this, can't this, trust nobody. You know, you know this, 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 this dude, you know, I don't know him personally. I think I might have seen him around. His face looks familiar, but I'm not quite sure if I saw him in a camp yeah. or something like that, um, being down in Southern California. But, you know, this 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 dude, he's pr- he preyed on young young ladies um, why? because he was training them or he had some involvement with training them. I, I watched uh, the interview on news with one of the fathers. One of the fathers wanted to take matters in his own hands. He didn't, yeah. he didn't, he, he didn't take her out, but he was making advances at her. Uh, the father or uncle got really, really pissed off and was going, you know, chase, go after this guy, but the family talked him out of it. And, and, you know, now with this situation, he's like, this dude's a sick individual. He's been doing it for a while. This is just, he's, he's finally got caught. Yeah. Um, so I guess swirlings or, or, or word of whispers were going around about his, his behavior. Um, and now it's fine. You know, rightfully so he's finally got caught and he should be behind bars. Um, it's just unfortunate, man, that he's preying on on these young kids' dreams, right? You know, these kids want to become the best athlete. He's helped training them, helping them go to camps, helping them do all these things. And he's talking about how he can get them there and do these different things. And then he takes advantage of these young ladies. You know, he's foul. He's a foul individual. And, you know, I'm sure the court is going to deal with him the, the prominent way. Um, and, and it's just unfortunate, man. You just can't trust nobody. I would always say, like, when my sons, even when my sons train with a trainer, you know, I watch, I go there and watch, mm. you know, especially like the first, you know, five, six, seven times I'm there. Right. You know, and then, then when I get to a point, okay, maybe he can go by himself. I go by himself. And then I ask right after, how did it go? What was going on? What did coach say? This and this and that. And if I see there's any activity, you know, or too much talking beyond outside of training, I want to mm. know what it is. Yeah. You know, if he's texting you or calling you or she's texting you or calling you. I want to know what it is and what's really going on. Because, again, you can't trust nobody. You right. can't. You don't know what their ulterior motives are. So with that being said, this is a prime example. Of that and, and it's really, really sad. Um, you know, I'm, it's, just, it's just messed up, man. Yeah. Let me, let it's me a messed ask, up story. Yeah, let me, let me ask this because I think Doug asked what mentioned something pretty interesting. Someone needs to be fired if they knew about the previous charge and still hired him. And I got it on the screen right now. Again, back in 2010, July of 2010, the fact that 
He was charged with three counts of unlawfully kidnapping and carrying away a woman to allegedly commit rape sodomy, sodomy by anesthesia or controlled substance. Come on, man. And rape by use of drugs. This is on his record. Yet and still, the man gets hired to or, or gets allowed to have this camp and gets allowed to be this close and this intimate with with athletes. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody could have can't somebody stop even this this camp from opening or or this man from being in such a prominent position to where he's it, attached it, to it, the youth Sh- shouldn't there be like a, a flag or a tag or something on when, when you hook up his name i, I don't know right i guess i'm, I believe, I'm just wondering how this I believe, works i believe it should have it should have been i mean i didn't I, you know i didn't realize he had a charge back in 2010 yeah um because I, I don't read this story i read a different one yeah um i didn't you know if he had charges he shouldn't have been hired you know anywhere he shouldn't have been able to do those things and those things. And that, and I, again, as a parent, you need to investigate, right? Is, I'm, I'm, I know it shouldn't be the parent's fault. No, that, oh, that's no, that's a good point. It. Keep that onus on the key. You, you, yeah. you, mm-hmm. But you want to use a parent. You need to investigate. You need to Google who the trainer is and ask questions about, you know, to other people. How is it? What's going on? Do you know anything about this person? This right here is to me, I, I, you know, I pray for the victims. I hope, you know, I hope they get justice and everything. But to me, to all these other parents, this is a wake up call. Wow. Like you need you need wow. to really check, investigate who you're leaving your kids with, mm-hmm. especially if they're young kids and if they're young ladies. Mm-hmm. You know. Especially I'm not, not I'm not negating males that are that are that are teen males, but that's it doesn't happen as often, I I should say. But definitely if you are young kids and and females, I think you need to investigate who they're training with and, and, and see what's going on and understand what's going on because situations like this can happen right up under your nose and you don't know about it. Darn shame, darn shame, man! Hold on, I, I see you got a you got a wristband on. You you all right? You you ain't had. Oh to... yeah, I'm cool, man. Okay, little, little okay. sprain, little little, okay. little sprain. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm right. good. This... You, you can't throw the yeah. football like you used to. I just want to make sure. No, that you're... Okay, no. No. don't trip it. I can I can thug it out on this. And don't worry see, about that. There, there he go. Oh my gosh! All right, we 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 yeah. gonna somewhat lighten it up. But listen, we, we, we got to hit you hard right at the beginning, folks, right? You, you know, we, we got to talk about the stuff that matters and the stuff that resonates makes you think before anybody logs off. So so uh, yeah. let's, let's do better. Let's 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 uh, let's talk to people. Let's find a way to continue to do better. So uh, we have less and less of these types of stories hitting the news wave. But um, um, I'm, I'm going to say this is a better story, but I'm gonna, you know, it, it's still an unfortunate story. Uh, retirees from the NFL. We we continue to talk about CTE, can, uh, right? And and that's you don't find that until you're dead. But yep. uh, there were there was testing that was done a few years ago through the NFL about dementia and and about NFL retirees and specifically about the black players and the way that black players were scored. Y'all know it. And if you're a sports fan, mm-hmm. if you're an NFL fan, you, you knew the huge controversy about that. They were scored on a different scale than their white counterparts because the score system was based on the fact that the test felt that black players' mental capacity was lower than that of, of, of their white counterparts. Don't even sound right coming out. That's why I had, I had to pause a little bit as, as I was saying that. But that was actually the test criteria that black and white players were scored differently because 
it was assumed that white players had a higher brain capacity for comprehension for whatever that's been revisited. That's been rebuked. That's been disavowed, disqualified, all, all those adjectives right there. A lot of players now, many players are, uh, I believe it says of the 646 black men who tested were rescored. Nearly half now qualify for dementia awards. 61 are classified as having early to moderate dementia while averaging awards topping $600,000, while nearly 250 more have had milder dementia and will get up to $35,000 in enhanced medical testing and treatment. So it's a good and it's a bad. It's better, but it's not, it's not, it's, it doesn't solve the issue. It, yeah, it, I it's, mean, it's, it's, a, totally it's a problem, you know. Yeah. The scoring, I, 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 the scoring piece, I, I still can't get over that. And I, I remember just when it happened, right? Just just the fact that they were talking about doing the scoring and then, oh, no, the black mm-hmm. folks, you know, we're we going to score them on, on a curve because they're, they're yep. not smart enough. I mean, what? And yep. I, I just don't understand why that, that didn't bubble up so much and, and have more more of a ruckus about that. But now folks are getting their day. And this was back in 2020 when the lawsuit first yep. came out about this. But now, two and a half years later, these players and their families are getting some repercussions and they're getting their money. They're getting their additional finance for medical assistance. But again, it, 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 there still needs to be changes in the policy and I'll, and I'll let you talk about it, but it still needs to probably be changes in the game. I think they're trying to figure something out with the new padded helmets and all that. But talk to me a little bit about your thoughts, at least about this, this story. First, first we got to shout out 60 minutes and ABC news who did the investigation. They're the one that kind of broke the story. It wasn't ESPN, it wasn't none of them. Right. You know, it was, it was more so shout out to them for breaking the story. And then we brought it to our attention to kind of talk about it. Say more. that one more time, because uh, you know it was us that brought it to everyone's attention. Oh, yeah. As soon as ABC News did something and I saw it on the news, I, sh- I shot you a text that night. Like, man, right. we got to talk about this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, um, but, you know, this this right here, it, to me, still is not enough. I mean, the NFL, let's be honest with you, they're, they're just covering their tracks, right? Yeah. They're going back to retest. Um, and they say, okay, half will get it, but that, what, what about the other half? You can't tell me that those other half or those other people can't be in a situation with that, with their scoring, which I don't, we don't even know what that is, however they do it or whatever is going on. The, you know what? This is a league that everyone says they love, but they are so scammers behind the scenes in things that they do. And their business practices. So, so let me ask you right this before you continue to go on. And and shout out, I, I see the boss in the building. Okay, I I, I see Jen here. I appreciate you. Appreciate your mama for joining the show. This may have been around the time where a lot of folks were saying we were not going to follow the NFL anymore, right? I mean, I, I know it was right around yeah. the Kaepernick kneeling, and and then this story came out. A lot of folks were saying, you know what, I'm I'm done with football. I'm done with the NFL. I'm not not even going to watch this anymore. It's no longer going to be my sport pastime. We're, we're back. Why, why are we back when they continue to do wrong? We, we can go down that but, path if you want to, it, but again, it, it, we... It, 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 and I can tell you why, and I'll tell you exactly why, because come on. it's one of the greatest sports entertainment things to watch. Football has, it kind of tells every story. It has the underdog, it has the juggernaut, it has violence, it has the backstories, it has yeah. everything you want to see in a two and a half hour event, right? The, the, the thrill of victory and all that comes in that whole two-hour event. It's, it's Goliath um, against Goliath. There is no yes, period, right? Yes, it is, okay. it's, 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 it's the best form of a boxing match you can have without physically boxing. You got grown men hitting each other at a fast pace, knocking each other down, going after a little little ball, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I love every minute of it. 
Um, I don't watch NFL as much anymore. I, I tend to watch college football personally myself. I'm not a big NFL. You know, I'll watch NFL. I won't lie. Can't say I can cut it all the way off if it's on, but I, I tend to favor college football. But again, NFL back practices, you know, the business practices on the back end, yeah. as much as you see on the front end, the good stuff they do, they do a lot of scandalous crap on the back end. And one is the way they label African-American players that apply for these benefits or that went for these benefits because they were experienced dementia and head injuries and all that stuff. And like you said, at the beginning, they excluded them. Like, you know, they, they were basically they were telling black people aren't smart enough to have that kind of attitude. So their scores are automatically be low. So we're not going to pay. There it is right there. Folks, I, we'll, we'll now, put now, the link to the story in, in the description yeah. so you can read it for yourself. You don't have to believe us. Just do your, yeah, do your yeah. own research. This is what, what yeah, it's all about right here. They basically say we're dumb. We're, we're dumb enough. We don't have enough attitude to be able yeah. to do that. We're, we're, you know, so they're, that's why their scores are low. Not saying that they have physical ailments or anything like that. They just said they were too dumb to be able to score high on whatever test they were, they were administrating. So now we come two and a half years later. They said they retested it or relooked at evaluated those scores. Oh, half of them do have dementia. You know, and out of that, only only half of that half qualifies for the big settlement. Right. The other half just can qualify for some extensive <laughs> research. And the other half we're gonna we're gonna exclude right for right now. We're gonna They're make a donation to your favorite. We're not charity. gonna show them with that. And I wish yeah. I knew had the numbers, but I bet you the I know there was a large percentage of the white athletes that applied for it, they got the settlement. I don't think the numbers were even the same or that drastic where only fifty percent got it. Those weren't reported. There was a larger yeah. number of yeah. white 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 the white counterparts got it. So again, poor in the NBA NFL practices in the back end, you know, and they cover and the NFL is just great at covering those things up. They don't want people to know those stories. This story hasn't been on ESPN one time, but it is on their on their show. So to say, hey, we did write a story about it, but you got to go to the website and read about it. It's yeah, not something so, they're going to expose. So, so think about this. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cut you off right there. And yeah, Doug, this this is a recent test, and I I got it on the screen right here. The fact that a lot of the players, advocates fear that many former players don't even know that they can be rescored or retested. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, it's it's not being just just blown up out there. Publicists and agents and managers aren't telling players that, you know, you need to go out there and get this money. I think about yeah. this really hit me when I started thinking about like uh soldiers and military veterans when I think about like my dad or so just having yeah. access to PTSD and having access to resources for those that fought to to protect our country, not knowing all the resources that are available to them. Why? Because nobody's talking to them about it. You know, and that reminds me of when, yeah. like when you have a, a a large homeless environment which are which are full of vets that have mental illness and all that. Yeah. They don't know they have access to the vet, the veterans hospital. Yeah. They don't why, know. Why, they don't know why. why because because again, it, it's it's not. Uh, I don't know. It's not. It's not sexy. It's it, it's not. Uh, they don't want to give out that money. They don't want to give out the they, resources, but they want to say, okay, we yeah. make it available to you, but how do you get it? How do you get to it? How do you get around to yeah. getting those resources? Well, and, 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 and let's be honest, there's a lot of red tape, right? A lot, with, of red tape. a lot of red tape for you to get through it. So, so yeah. the NFL as a business practice, like I said, is, 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 is on the back end is really shady. So again, like you said, they're not announcing it to those that can be retested or not are announced to recent retirees that have these issues. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not really putting out that you got it. You as a person have to go forward or someone around in your family has to go forward to put you in that situation and help you find all that information to be able to apply and then get tested and see if this is this is something you qualify for. Um, it, it's it's just, man, it's 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 crazy, it's crazy. man. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy for for a business like that. That makes billions of dollars a year. Off, off of these, you know, basically the the diminish of a person's body, because that's the sport we, the, the, that we yeah. played. I didn't yeah. play in the field, but. 
that I played, yeah. the diminishing of your body, that the fact that on the back end now, even though now you're making billions of dollars, I can, maybe I can understand back in the day where it wasn't no TV deals and you were kind of, you know, you're making some money, but it wasn't the money you're making now. Where you're making billions and billions of dollars on the back end, you refuse to help those that help you build that business into billions and billions of dollars. You know, you refuse to help them. I mean, it's, and I hate to say it, it's just like the military. Yeah. You you know, you you, you don't want to help those that help you fight those wars wow. that we're in. You, you, you know, you, you don't you don't want to get you don't want to give them that special treatment. You don't want to make sure they're in veteran housing. You don't want to make sure they find homes for those that are homeless. You don't want to make sure they don't have those mental. Not saying you don't want to help them, but you don't make it an easy access for them to be able to get that help. Yeah. Why, why is it, why is it so hard that, to do that's, good? Yeah, why, why is that's it what so I'm hard? saying. But I should say they don't want to help. They, they don't want it, but they're not making it easy for those to get the help and, and, and treatment they need in order to get them to feel better. They just kind of live it. And once you do figure it out, it's so much red tape and frustration that goes along with that before you can actually get your hands on the pot of gold, right? Mm. Or, or get, get a chance to get to the pot of gold. So, I mean, it's... Like I said, I, I won't turn off the game because I love the sport so much. Yeah. But the business of the NFL, man, is is it's got some really, it got some cleanup to do. It really they do. does. They do. They do. Uh, some of it is okay in terms of what the business of the NFL is doing. I, I think they're they're making some strides in in a positive direction. Uh, elsewise, and we're going to talk about that real briefly right now. Uh, and especially this team. Listen, the the Vegas Raiders, they're trying to do some things. Vegas, mm-hmm. Las Vegas has hired Sandra Douglas Morgan as the first black female president in NFL history. That's that's big news right there. Big. Right? That that come on, this is male dominated sport. This is football. And now you got a woman. No, wait a minute. You got a black woman who is the president of not just a small team. But the team that's based out of Las Vegas, everyone flies to Vegas. Everyone knows Vegas. Everyone knows the Raiders. You don't have to just be from Los Angeles or Oakland or from the old school locations, right? This this is a big deal to have someone like like this young lady being responsible, being the forget the Davis family, right? Forget forget them. They we, we know them. They're the ones cutting all the checks. But when 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 you got someone like Sandra Morgan as the president of this football organization. This mm-hmm. is this is bigger than Jeter, right down in Florida. Yeah. This is this is bigger than Jordan, down in in uh, in North Carolina and and Washington because we we all know Jordan. But this is something that really needs to be celebrated, I think. And again, it hasn't been. I don't know why, but we we want to definitely bring uh, light to this particular story. Yeah, I, I would love to give give flowers to her accomplishment. Obviously, she's 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 paved the way for herself to become the president of the Raiders, which is. I believe their 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 team worth is second to Dallas, right? As far as sports franchises in the NFL, um, so Raiders make a lot of money. She's responsible for the operations of day to day activity with the Raiders, whether it be you know um, anything that goes along with goes with the business of the Raiders, Los Las Vegas Raiders. I think it's huge. You know, Mark Davis and them are the owners. I'm glad he's taking a taking a step back. And let somebody run the operations of the organization. And the fact that it matter that it's a, a black woman and she's the first black woman, she's definitely paved the paving the way for other women to get in high ranking positions within the NFL. Yeah. Because remember, there's 32 owners and there's not one woman. And there's not one man of color as an ownership that really, you know, this really um, 
We got we we still got some work. Take, there's still some over. work to do. There's, there's definitely yeah, there's a lot of work, work to do. do. Yeah, I mean we, we can't even get in the door to become owners. Let's be honest with you. We can't get in the door to become we, owners. We, we tried. But, we we a couple yeah. a couple of folks. Couple. All right, you want to go down that road? A uh, couple of folks. No, 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 no. I actually I do. I want to go down. <laughs> but a couple of folks <laughs> tried, but it was the wrong folks. Yeah, I would prefer it not to be an entertainer. I would prefer it not to be a rapper. I would prefer it to be just just not someone from from that industry to be the mm-hmm. first of us to own an NFL team. I, I I don't know. I don't know why. Just just there's there's a little bit of a, a stigma in, in in my mind. I, look, I, I love Hove. I love Jay Z. Right. I would uh, if he was to own the team, all good and and and, and all gravy on that. But man, I, I would just love to see someone who I'm, you and I we come from business, right? We come from technology. Mm-hmm. I would love to see someone who literally came from from that era, came from from that field, who more gives everyone else to hope that they can actually eventually get to that point to where they can crack some of those doors, as opposed to someone yeah. who, you know, now is the billionaire selling out stadiums, right? He's an entertainer. I, I just, I can't see the Kevin Hart's and the, and the, and the Jay-Z's owning the team and, and me feeling the same way. I'd be proud for him. I'd be happy for him, but I don't know. That's just I, my I, personal bias, but you know, that, I mean, that's what it is. We, we, we discussed this before. I, yeah. I would hope, I would hope, the entertainers and all them, if they want to become, you know, big time owners, they start owning like an XFL team, mm-hmm. right? To learn how the business yeah. of sports entertainment happens or own a USFL team because sports entertainment business is completely different from the business I believe that they're in, especially when they're the number one performer out there. They're not. The no, what Cube is doing. I'm down with what Cube is doing. doing. Yeah, he's doing. Cube is doing with the big yeah. three, with the big yeah. three and the big three that, that, you know, that's a hard sell and, and, and Ice Cube does a great job of doing that and, and owning a owning a, a that kind of business. Yeah. And I think he's kind of the first one to land in that lane. But I mean, owning the we already know the big three compared to the NFL is like comparing, you know, and to a to a to a dinosaur. Yeah, it's, it's you know, grown folks it's, money it's, out there, it's, boy. God, it's a different it's a different ball game. I, I would I would hope that, you know, like I said, people get behind like the situation like the Rock is doing. Rock is owns in he's a part owner of the of the XFL, a majority owner of the XFL. I would hope other entertainers would join into that part. And learn that that business of sports entertainment, and then be able to take it, take that, and hopefully get together or that morphs into you becoming an NFL owner. Because basically XFL or USFL are kind of like the minor. I know the professional leagues, and I love them both, but they're kind of the minor leagues to the big yeah. boys of the NFL. Yeah. So I think just like you got to become a player, and you can kind of, you know, go levels USFL, XFL to the NFL, kind of gradually kind of grow your way into that. I believe you can grow your way into ownership. You know, you can grow your way. If you're doing a great job of ownership, your marketing well, your team is selling out the stadium, your memorabilia is selling, you, you're making the sound business decisions what's going on with the company as far as how you're doing everything, that sets the plate for you to say, you know what, we're ready to go to the big boys in the NFL. And I think that's a haven more for the entertainers. And it doesn't cost them all mm-hmm. their money. Yeah. You know, it costs them a, a little bit less of their money to be able to do those things and master it in a small market to take it to the big market. That's just me thinking business one on one, as we look, as look, we know. Look at, look at you over there, break that down. But, Harvard but, Business School of, of but, but I believe, but I I don't have the yeah. same agreement as you. I don't think that I mean, if an entertainment enter anybody can get their foot in the door of that NFL and crack that that ceiling, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, because I know it's such a good old boys club, and you know those guys are, are dinosaurs. A lot, some of them are gonna be expiring pretty soon. I don't yeah. want to say, but. You know, those some old guys on you know, there. Jerry Jones is what ninety seven, yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so um, I, I think 
whoever gets in there, I would hope they can get in there and 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 and, and break down break down more doors on the business side than the athletic side. The athletic side takes care of itself. Yeah. But help create more jobs and more opportunities on the business side, not only for their team, but also in the league overall. We never had a black commissioner. You know, we never had I don't think we ever had a black assistant commissioner. We've had a black security, deputy of security, but we haven't had anybody that's in that commissioner role that's making no decision. And we haven't had that in any major sport. You know, we haven't had it in basketball, we haven't had it in baseball, haven't it? We never had a black commissioner. Yeah. I would love to see that be be a be a point, you know, to see to look and refer. But let's let's keep it really. We keep it real on here, right? I don't see thirty two owners taking orders from a, thirty two white owners. I should say thirty one white owners. One one one. <laughs> I, I don't know what he is, but the Jaguars owner taking orders or information from a black or a black commissioner. I don't see it. Me personally, yeah, I just yeah, don't see yeah. it. They come from the balance, the balance of power has to shift a little, yeah. little bit more. And, not, and, yeah, and, and Doug is agreeing with you right there, right? He said, anybody, if you got the cash and, and you could afford to do it, I, I, I hear y'all. Again, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just here to just to instigate. I, I'm, I'm yeah. here to throw the hard questions out and make y'all go, hmm. Yeah, I just, but I do, man. I'm Youngsters glad for don't her. remember that, and that's a Arsenio I'm, reference. I hope we get a black owner. I hope, but I hope she does well, man. Let's be honest with you. Yeah. You know, she, she's only been there for what, two months. She's got to prove herself over the seasons and season over season to be do a really great job. And if she does, she's gonna open some doors and she can she can do some things. But I mean, we're gonna we're gonna see how she runs the operations of the of the Las Vegas Raiders, man. But I'm glad she got the opportunity. Yeah, I really and, and listen, but, they got a, they got a I'm, no, no, I'm not gonna say they, they got a better coach. He's not a good coach, but they got they got a, they got a, they got a better situation than they've had before. They should have kept their coach that they had it last time. Yeah, but, I should they should coach. But I'll, you know, yeah. leave, leave it at that. But as long as there's no off the field issues that derail or derail the conversation and, and take away the focus from the, from the game, when, when Carr gets out there with who, who's this dude? Who, who's who's his wide out now? Uh, oh, they, uh, they, uh, Davis, Davis uh, from uh, because they, they play college from together. Green Bay. Yeah, they, from Green Bay. yeah, they play college together. So when they get out yeah, there yeah. on the field together, I mean, they're gonna light it up, right? So that that's gonna we be hope. exciting to see. We, well, come on now, well, yeah, I'm trying, I, man. I'm gonna be honest. If you want trying to keep hope alive, Raiders, if you want prediction for the Raiders, and the Raiders don't make the playoffs and be successful in the playoffs, it's kind of a bust season. They got all the pieces. They got a great running game. They should have a good passing game. The defense is solid. They're playing in a solid stadium. They got a they got one of the strongest fan bases there. Yeah, true. I think right now you're running out of excuses why you're not successful, right? Yeah. You go. You you brought the you brought the coach from from New England to come here That's and, right. and revamp everything. Yeah, Vontae. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of his name. You got Vontae, but I'm saying you got everything there. You got the superstar receiver. You got a great running back. You got the quarterback. This this a budding superstar. Yeah. Uh, you brought in the coach from New England to kind of who's supposed to be the offensive genius of everything, <laughs> and you're supposed to win. Yeah. Right. And, and you're in Vegas, right? You're in the, the city that never, ever sleeps. They got all the money, no matter what time of the year, the no matter if it's a recession or not. Vegas always got the money. So where they, I mean, they don't have any excuses not to do good. Right. There's no excuses for them not to do good. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's standing in their way is the Kansas City Chiefs. Which I don't think they can beat me personally. Right okay, well, listen, I'm a mark. Let me put a marker right here. Let me let me add that marker right here. Ecam, shouts out to the beta here. I can add a marker to that statement right there because we're gonna see what he says. Uh, oh yeah, I don't, as, I, as, I, as I, the I'm season a, goes on, right? We, I'm we, gonna keep gonna, it. Yeah, gonna I, I, think, I think I think Raiders are best are a wild card team. Me personally, honestly, they're a wild card team at best. Uh, okay. I think Kansas City's better than them. I think I think Baltimore Ravens is better than them in the AFC. 
I believe um, – let me think else who's in the AFC. I think Buffalo Bills are better than them in the AFC. Yeah, the Bills are um, – I think Cincinnati Bengals are better than them. I think they're wow. going to have a problem with the Chargers. Oh, my. Okay. See, there you go. So the Chargers. We, we, oh, yeah, Chargers. Yeah, they were sitting in the playoffs last well, year. Don't yeah, no, no, okay, okay. I'm going yeah. to leave you alone until we get further on into the season. But, okay, so yeah. this is a perfect segue. Uh, and before I go to this right here, I want to address Kevin's statement. Was it just for PR? I don't think with the Raiders that it was done just for PR because they, they they've done a couple mm. of different I, moves. I think a little bit of us. I, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think. I, oh yes, because I, I don't think Davis is that smart. I, I, you don't gotta be don't, that smart. <laughs> I don't think Davis is that smart. So no, I, 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 I agree. I think a little bit of his PR, but I do think she has the credentials to fulfill the role. Yes, I don't I, think I, they they did have, they didn't yeah. hire a person that wasn't qualified. They hired someone that was qualified. Correct. But I believe. The, you know, hiring an African American woman is it, something. It that looks good in all all yes. angles for sure, but I just I just don't think I'm I'm biased. I don't think that uh, the Davis family is that smart. Okay, you being talking, nice, bro. I'm being you, I'm you being, being nice. nice. Listen, it's, it's been a long time since your boy been online here. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to gain the followers back again. You know? Shouts out to the yeah. community. We talked a lot about football. Let me ask you this: Are you willing to pay? for more access to the NFL? Are you no. willing to have more views of what happens on the field? Are you willing to have more analysis provided to you, to your phone and to your inbox and, and just to see more out of, out of uh, area games and things like that? Is that mm -hmm. something that you'd be willing to pay for? Me, me personally? Yeah. No, but the, the fantasy football people, Absolutely, they're gonna pay. People that are those people that are entrenched in fantasy football, yeah. I think, are gonna buy that service because they want to know what's going on. They want to okay. see all the things going on with their football teams and their players all across. So, so, you, so I believe you, so a, NFL Plus, you think, is is more geared towards the the fan duels and the what is it the uh, yeah. Well, so that's a whole different aspect, right there. The folks that are doing yeah, yeah. the online betting. Uh, and the fantasy football side that would actually pay for this additional access to to their game. So, yes, what what you get with this live out of market preseason games? You get all these preseason. No one cares about preseason. You get all of the regular and postseason games. You get full and condensed game replays. So you get kind of the extra camera angle and the extra mm -hmm. audio angle from folks on the sidelines and the coaches and things like that. Uh, yep, thirty dollars a year. I think people are going to pay oh, for it. Especially hold on, let's see. NFL Premium. What is this? So NFL limited time. Oh, I could. So I could have got it for twenty nine ninety nine a year. When it's uh, after this early access offer, it's going to be eighty dollars a year for all NFL mm -hmm. Plus features, full game replays across devices, condensed game replays, and coaches' film. Now the coaches' film could be dope. I, I mean, yeah, I think. I wouldn't pay much for it. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't that. It ain't that deep to me. I believe, like I said, I think those 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 those, those fanatic uh, uh, um, fantasy football player uh, pe uh, leagues and, pe and people that want to be in those leagues, mm -hmm. I think they'll play. They'll pay for it. And I believe since we're always on the move, this doesn't allow you to have to be stationary, right? You can. I mean, you can watch now on your phone. Yeah. But you can watch your local games or your cable provider that provides. This will allow you to watch any game you want to watch while you're on the move, while you're on the run. Why you're doing, you know, running your errands with your, with your significant other on Sundays 
and you still won't miss a beat. You can watch it on your phone. So well, I think it's a market for it. When you're think, supposed to be paying attention to your significant other, you you gonna be sitting there with the, with the game on. Not me, not me, because I won't pay for it. They ain't gonna come out my pocket. But <laughs> yes, I can see people definitely taking this with them, um, and definitely going. You know, while they go out to you know go grab a little lunch or they going shopping or something like that. Oh while they sitting there while their wife is trying on clothes, they gonna be right there watching the game cheering on and doing their thing or why they're supposed to be in church they can watch any game they Lord, want to watch they're supposed to be in church so what does this do i mean doug is asking this question what does this do for the red zone right what does this do for sunday That's what I'm saying. i like red zone red zone's perfect for me because i get to just see the highlights uh, okay and i get it on my tv and i can see it and i'm good i think this just gives you more of in depth of the whole game live better than red zone um i don't know if it kills it i really don't know but I know this is something I think people will take advantage of, especially for only twenty nine dollars a year. I think catch the early bird special, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to reduce subscriptions in this house. Looks like I got two college kids, just and just like you, right? So I'm trying yeah, to reduce yeah. all of the out outlay. I I think this is valuable. This Kevin saying, you know, who cares what the coaches are, are saying and doing? But that could be the only part of the other game that we don't currently have. Right. That that yep. could be kind of the, the almost probably the most interesting thing that we don't already have from the ESPN highlights and the sports center and, and the and the recap. But I don't know. I I may do it just for like the first couple of weeks just to just to see how it is and then, mm-hmm. and then cancel it. <laughs> uh but Yeah, I, I'm not I'm like I said, I'm not a I'm not a big a big I'm not a really big fan of the NFL anymore. I mean I'm proud. Yeah. When the college guys get to go there and they get to play the lead and they make their money and I'm excited for them, but I'm just not a big I'm 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 a bigger college fan. I would rather sit there and watch college football and talk about what's going on at the college game where I believe the game's just a little bit more pure, even though the NIL is changing that. You know, it's a money game now, but I like it I like college just a little bit more. Plus my son plays college. So Saturdays I'm all interested in what he's doing. I'm not really paying attention to anybody else going there and then I figure it all out later on. So I I got you. Okay. Uh, Doug is talking about, you know, 10 years from now, everything going to be pay-per-view. Yep. I agree. <laughs> on, on demand, some, some kind of way. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Let me, let me ask this. We, we can do one and a half more stories here. I want to be cognizant of folks time. Um, they're all football related this week. Let, let's okay. Listen, it's okay. <laughs> it is, it is that time. But before I get into that, let's go ahead and do this. That's right, folks. We back. We listen. We we back. Team no sleep. I decided to look. Everything is an evolution too. We we back to showing this on not just the team no sleep YouTube page, but also on on my page as well. Um, primarily because of the stories that we talked about at the beginning. Right. Uh, those social impact, those harder hitting, those mental uh, and I don't want to say that. No, those social impacting stories. And, and that's kind of really the focus of my primary channel. So. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be we're going to be dual multi streaming to Team No Sleep and to to my page as well. And on the Team No Sleep, that will still be an exclusive location to get Mr. Montel Allen with this right here. Talk to him. He is straight from the horse's mouth and cuts out the middleman for information for kids that want to get recruited and go to college and talk a lot about the insights and what goes around from college. And you hear that from college coaches and current players and current players that are in college. So 
it's really insightful, man. I've been getting a lot of great feedback from the from the show. And I mean, it's funny. I was yesterday on the street. Somebody was like, straight from the horse's mouth. So it's really it's starting to kind of take off. And people are really, really loving what we're doing. Um, it's just like I said, this, this is more of an informative show where I, I kind of asked the gut-wrenching questions about recruiting and kind of the whole thing about recruiting from high school athletes going into the collegiate era. Man. Folks, he a bad man. Uh, and I said, look, I sit in the background and, and produce and, and Montel is having serious heart to heart questions with folks. I love it. Uh, before we move on to the next statement here, why pay $80 for the year when NFL season is only six months at nine ninety nine? That math. <laughs> Kevin, if you buy NFL plus, let us know. Uh, if you go ahead and swing that money, I know you, you got that Bay Area money, right? Mr. Mr. Cox, Mr. Cox is, uh, he's, he's doing some big things down there. So let, let us know if you decide to go that route and, and your experience with that particular service. Uh, football for youth, football for regular athletes. I'm going I'm to call them regular athletes instead of professional athletes, uh, NFL level and collegiate level, things like that. I think we may have hinted at this before. Do you think that uh, football, and, and not tackle football, do you think flag football could be a global sport? Do you think flag football could ever get to the point that, you know what? Every four years, we play flag football in the Olympics. What do you think about that? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean... The Olympics is getting ridiculous and trying to figure out sports for them to have there. Flag football is not just enhanced the ones you currently have. I don't think flag football is 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 the competitive sport that we want in the Olympics. Okay. Um, there's nothing I would I wouldn't want to watch. I mean, it, it's flag football. This supposed to that's supposed to be you know an event for just non-contact for kids to kind of learn the fundamentals of the sport. That's what flag football is. It's a it's a premise for them to learn the fundamentals, understand football in a non-contact environment not for it to be perpetuated into an olympic sport it just doesn't it doesn't appeal to me i wouldn't watch it that's just my personal okay opinion. so you um, uh doug right here at smackdown outdoors says the same thing i'm, I'm just gonna again i'm gonna do what i do and and I, i'm gonna pour some salt on, on these open open wounds here and, and just just want to have the discussion the world games just happened mm -hmm. we got denmark we got panama france brazil italy japan Austria, Mexico, we, we got some big names out here. We got all of these locations and, and the U.S. playing mm -hmm. flag football. Okay. So it's a, there's a market for it. There's I, a market for I'm it. I'm not interested in it. And I'm here, not interested in watching it. <laughs> and here, here are the medal rankings. U.S. men did what mm -hmm. they had to do. They, they, they came back with a medal. Uh, mm -hmm. U.S. women played against Mexico. Uh, Mexico won. But again, so men and women playing flag football at the global level, there seems to be interest. And, and now again, you got the conversation that NFL is seeing that NFL wants it in the 2028 Olympics, but a handful of you are saying this, this isn't going to be the sport that you, that you uh, tune into. I'd rather, I'd rather have rugby in the Olympics. If I'm going to have us. Oh, there you go. Okay. Rugby, okay. I'd rather, right. rather have rugby, rugby there, but I mean, yeah, the, the Olympic or who, the NFL is pushing for something that I don't think is there. I mean, again, I, I like flag football. I think flag football is definitely for kids in front of fundamental. It's for kids, people that don't want to play non-contact. 
And it's definitely for retirees and older gentlemen <laughs> like me that still want to get out why, there. Why, why you mad? Because I, I got my flags yeah. out in the garage right yeah, now, yeah. so I, I do yeah. have my cleats. I haven't put them yeah. on in a while. But, and, as long uh, as the knees can hold up and, you know, you know, I, I can move a little bit, maybe I can get out there and play for a quarter or so. But I don't think that's something that I want to see out there as a competitive sport. Um in the Olympics and, and going against other countries and something just like that. It just I, think, I think there there it is right there, the competitive piece, right? It, it's, it would be yeah. a, a, a decent activity, but just at, at a, um, at a level of just having something out there as, as a sport, but you know, uh, who can score the most, but going out there and doing some of that, the, the competitive nature that we're talking about the best of the best in the world. I think that, yes. I think there's the point right there. And Doug said, listen, man, he didn't even know the games were happening. So there, there's no real marketing yeah. that's happening for this as well. So, see, geriatric football. See, Kevin, why, why are you going to talk about us old folks like that? Just because. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't see there's a market for it. I mean, I, I mean, or I guess there may be a market since they're playing on, on a global level. I just don't see it pushed to that point where, hey, I got to watch a flag football game. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, like now we have 707, like the invasion of 707. It's been 707, been invasion at the high school level. Yeah. You know, and people argue about that, you know, um, this is necessary, but that's a, that's a, that's a necessity for preparation to play contact football. Um, flag, I don't want to see as the ultimate of ultimates. It just doesn't, not going to be, and I don't think it's going to be very entertaining. To not to at least not to me. Maybe somebody will watch it. I'm you'd not, rather I mean, watch curling, huh? Okay. You you yes, rather I would rather watch curling in the Winter Olympics and, and, or across or cross country uh, when they when they when they shoot the targets. So well, I forgot what that's called. But yeah, he, when he, they, don't, he don't know. Yeah. He don't. But uh, uh, no, I don't want to watch flag football, especially not summer Olympics, man. I'm not. I'm not. No, there's no way. All right, all right. Don't it out there. See, and again, we 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 come with everything, folks. You weren't even thinking about that, right? We we are having these in depth conversations, bringing about flag football in the Olympics. We'll go ahead and put our vote in for saying no that that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Unless they want teams to cover it, then they couldn't. Well, there you go, right? We 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 can go cover that. Listen, I, I know yeah. what we're going to talk about probably next week though remember we brought up about the liv about this whole golf thing and yeah, remember, yeah. I, I think even you thought you know this ain't gonna be nothing, nothing big to talk about but listen i know it's, it's gonna be as big as it is I, it's, I get, it's getting right off now. the chain right i told y'all this this was gonna get ridiculous and now we got liv we got pga we got tiger woods flying back and forth um uh, turning down 700 million dollars i'm a fan of liv man i'm a big fan of liv i think they 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 they, they, they cool they doing they doing some some big things over there for golf. So uh So we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that because I think there's gonna be some some more activity happening around that. And hopefully, listen, we're gonna go and close like this. Hopefully next week we need to have uh some more uplifting stories. Maybe we can tell some positive things and something good happens within the next seven, six, seven days to to lead the show off from the social impact perspective. But if you got something that you want to share with us, let us know. All right, you see, we're trying to bring the truth. We going I'm gonna listen to ESPN Sports Radio tonight about ten o'clock when I'm in the gym, and I'm sure they're gonna talk about the exact same thing that we talked about. Never talked about it before, but as soon as Montel Allen opens his mouth and starts talking about uh, <laughs> some of these types of stories, he is so, somebody and little birdie is listening uh, Fox News and 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 sitting, uh, what is it, ESPN Sports Radio? But bro, we did it again. Take take us home, man. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, uh. In this state of mind, man, please reach out to somebody, tell them to care about them, reach out to family members, friends, you know, just let them know everything's okay. Um, you know, say your prayers and peace, man. We we out. Team no yeah, we sleep. Good. We out. We see y'all next week.
Yes, sir.